Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series on ministering angels. And our text scripture is Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. It says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Well, we're going to talk today about how many angels there are. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22, it says, But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels. Innumerable. Can you fathom that? The original Greek word here is arithmeo, A-R-I-T-H-M-E-O, and it means a very large, indefinite number, countless, innumerable, many, many, countless angels. When Satan rebelled and was thrown out of heaven, one-third of the innumerable angels followed him in that rebellion. Concerning the fall of Lucifer, Isaiah 14.12 says, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you were cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. And then Revelation chapter 12, verses 3 through 9 says, And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God that they should feed her there 1,260 days. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. What this means is he has one-third of the innumerable angels. But don't fear, though, we have two-thirds. In addition to that, we have the Trinity, being God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Plus, there's all of us. We are the saints who have been given complete authority over Satan's kingdom of darkness. Listen to Luke chapter 10, verses 17 through 20. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, 
and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Well, I know the last chapter of the book. Guess what? We win. Satan and his fallen angels don't stand a chance. When we read Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, we find an organized structure of angels. It says, For by him, being God, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And concerning this verse, the Spirit-Filled Life Bible says, There is an organized structure in the angelic realm. Profoundly influential in humanity's history, angels are involved according to their designed ranks. Though opinion differs as to the placement of angelic offices, it is clear that the angelic hosts are part of a highly organized world of angel beings. For example, Daniel chapter 10 verse 13 shows that warring angels have a chief prince, Michael, who is also called an archangel, that is, one who rules over others. Seraphim and cherubim seem to be of a slightly lower rank, just ahead of ministering spirits, which we find in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. However, it may also be that the seraphim and cherubim fill a leadership role in worship while Michael leads the warring angels. As to the dark angels, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, which says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. This scripture offers insight into the ranks of the evil angelic realm, principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. From the information the Bible gives, we can see that the angelic realm is a distinctly structured society with different levels of authority or power endowed to each according to God's creative order. The book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 7, says this, And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. And concerning angelic activity in spiritual warfare, the Spirit-Filled Life Study Bible says, The casting down of Satan results from a great battle between the hosts of heaven and the hordes of hell. In this battle, heaven's warriors force Satan and his demons forever from the heavenly realm. But we must note that victory is not achieved solely by the angels, but also by believers' use of spiritual weapons. The angels fight, but God's saints provide the firepower. This is clearly shown by verse 11, which says they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. The angels did not overcome the accuser alone. The saints were in partnership through prayer warfare, and the angels were God's means for administering the victory which prayer enforced. That's a powerful note, isn't it? So that means that the angels are fighting for us according to our spiritual warfare in prayer. Now, there are different types of angels with different appearances and duties to perform, such as seraphim, cherubim, and archangels. In Judges chapter 13, verse 6, it says, So the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his countenance was like the countenance of the angel of God. Very awesome. But I did not ask him where he was from 
and he did not tell me his name. And concerning this verse, the Spirit-Filled Life Bible says, What do angels look like? The appearance of angels is correctly rendered very awesome in Judges chapter 13, verse 6. Angels appear in different forms depending upon their order of creation. For example, God's messenger angel, Gabriel, has the appearance of a man in Daniel chapter 9, verse 21. And from Ezekiel chapter 28, verses 13 and 14, and we learn that cherubim, which is plural for cherub, are exotic and beautiful, covered with precious stones. And Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 23 tells us that cherubim have four wings, while seraphim, which is plural for seraph, have six wings, two that cover the face, two that cover the feet, and two with which to fly. And that's from Isaiah chapter 6, verse 2, when God called Isaiah as a prophet. Let me go ahead and read that. Let's also add verse 1. It says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And the Spirit-Filled Life Study Bible says concerning Isaiah 6-2 that the ministry of the seraphim is closely related to the throne and the praises of God. They are seen constantly glorifying God, extolling his nature and attributes, and apparently supervising heaven's worship. Whereas cherubim are positioned beside and around the throne of God, according to Psalms chapter 99 verse 1 and Revelation chapter 4 verse 6. And the six-winged seraphim are seen as hovering above the throne as they minister in worship. Listen to Genesis chapter 3, verse 24, concerning cherubim. So we drove out the man, and he placed cherubim at the east of the Garden of Eden, and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. And then there's the word archangel, and it only appears in Scripture twice, naming Michael once. Jude, verse 9, says, Yet Michael the archangel, in contending with the devil, when he disputed about the body of Moses, dared not bring against him a reviling accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke you. And then in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, it says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. An archangel may be described as one who commands other angels or a leading angel, a chief or highly important angel. And concerning Jude chapter 9, the Spirit-Filled Life Bible says that archangels, this word means to be first in political rank or power, indicating that this is the highest rank of heavenly hosts. The only archangel specifically in the scriptures is Michael. It is likely his shout we will hear at the second coming, referencing 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. Because Gabriel is prominent in the Bible, and also because his name is derived from a root word meaning strength or chief politically, which is characteristic of archangels, some conclude that he is also an archangel. This opinion, although not supported by Scripture, was popularized by the poet John Milton. From Ezekiel chapter 28, Many scholars hold that Lucifer was also an archangel before his fall. However, this is only speculation based on the position and influence he held over the angels who fell with him. 
ministering angels. What amazing and wonderful creatures. And one final note. On the night of Christ's arrest, while in prayer to God, in his complete submission to the will of God, he is in agony with his sweat like blood dripping to the ground, and an angel appeared from heaven to strengthen him. Luke twenty-two forty-one through 44 And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Have you ever prayed in agony to God for help or deliverance? Be on the lookout for an angel. He may or may not appear to you, but he has come to strengthen you. He is God's ministering angel sent to you. Receive his ministry. Then give him the voice of God's word to act on your behalf. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Thank you, angels. We greatly appreciate your ministry. Our time is up again, so tune in tomorrow. Same time, same place, and same channel. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.